Thanks so much for listening. Before I get into the episode, I wanted to thank today's podcast sponsor, which is Coda Luna and their baby keepsake castle. I personally just put all of my baby's memorabilia into these little keepsake castle boxes and they are so adorable functional. And if you really love organization, then you're really going to love this keepsake box. So not only is it a keepsake box, but it also includes a baby book and it has space for capturing all of the milestones of your baby's early years. And then the keepsake box itself stores all of the memorabilia that you want to keep. So baby's first socks and pacifier and the little hat that they wore when they came home from the hospital. So this keepsake castle with the baby memory book is more than just an organizational product. It's a gateway to preserving the remarkable journey of new parenthood. So take a moment to visit keepsakecastle.com today and embark on creating a lasting legacy of love and nostalgia. Hello, thank you for listening to today's episode of Finding Your Village podcast. My name's Amanda and I'm your host. And today I have a wonderful guest with me. Her name is Allie Kibler. And she is a life and goal coach for moms. And today, Allie and I are going to talk about establishing a morning routine. If you're a mom with young kids, it's really, really important for you to take that time out for yourself each day. And Allie and I are going to get into why you should prioritize that time in the morning in particular. So with that, I would like to introduce Allie Kibler. Allie, thank you so much for being on today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Absolutely. Allie, will you share with everyone just a little bit about your background and how you got into being a a personal coach and a life coach? Yeah. So um, I, last year, was really struggling with, um, in my role as a mom, I wasn't feeling really fulfilled and I was really trying to figure out what I I wanted to do with my life. I was feeling overwhelmed and frustrated and just like I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, I ended up having like a a breakdown at one point with my spouse and he was just like, you're miserable. We got to figure this out. And from there, I started taking time for myself. Um, He called his sister. She started coming to, to babysit for us and from there, I just really started digging into what I wanted to do for myself. And from that, I hired a business coach and we figured out my ideal business. And I knew that I wanted to help other moms and empower other women as best as I could. So I started my coaching practice and now I help moms who are in the same place that I was last year. So feeling frustrated, feeling like they're in survival mode. Um, overwhelmed and just really struggling in the day-to-day stuff of mom life. So I help my clients to really master their day-to-day. And then from there, we we work on mindset and we work on making time for them and, and getting time for self-care. And then after we have a really good foundation set, we look at goal setting and, and figure out how they can continue doing great things in their lives. 
Well, that's fantastic. Um, now, how old are your girls? You have two little girls, right? Yep. Yep. I have two little girls. I have a, she, well, I guess 16 months tomorrow, I have a 16 month old and an almost four year old. So our, um, our oldest will be four in just a couple of weeks and they keep me busy. I've been a stay at home mom, uh, since our oldest was about 18 months old mm-hmm. and I started a, a mom blog shortly before leaving my, my position, And from there, it just kind of spiraled into really wanting to support moms in in a more impactful and one-on-one way. That makes a lot of sense. And um, and we we have kids that are the same age. So I have, as you know, um, a boy and a girl. And so our daughters are our oldest daughters are almost the same age. Grace will be four in August. And Cooper, my little boy, he just turned 17 months the other day. So so we are literally in the same boat. (laughs) So I definitely understand what you're talking about. And when we started connecting and talking about this episode, you really were kind of inspiring me on one hand, but also kind of giving me a kick in the pants on the other (laughs) hand, (laughs) Yeah, because I read, you know, I read your website, I read your mission and what you had talked about, about the importance of establishing a morning routine, getting up at least 30 minutes before your girls and just taking time for yourself and prioritizing self-care. You talked about all those things and I'm listening and reading and nodding my head going, "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm." and I am in total agreement with you, but it is, I used to do that. And I was in the habit of doing that, but I fell out of the habit of it. Um, especially with everything kind of going on with quarantine, I feel like I fell out a lot of really good habits that I had established when all of this happened. And now, like I said, you are inspiring me to get back into getting into a morning routine. So I'm in the same boat as everybody else. So if you, if you are a listener right now and you're like, well, crap, I don't have a morning routine. I kind of feel like a failure. I'm right there with you because <laughs> that's how I feel right now. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, cool. Well, before you can decide to change your mind, you have to think about changing your mind. Yeah. So Allie, you have inspired me to change, to start thinking about changing my mind. I love that. To, to establish the morning routine. So why does it have to be the morning? Why is a morning routine important and why does it have to be in the morning specifically? Yeah. So I like to do that morning routine first thing before my kids get up so that I'm not playing catch up throughout the day and I'm not feeling like I already have these responsibilities put on me. So sometimes I'll hear mom say like, I'm not a morning person. I'll just do my routine after my kids go to bed. But the flip side of that is we're so exhausted at that point that we really don't do anything productive when our kids go to bed. So instead of really focusing on the intentional self-care acts, we sit and kind of veg and watch TV or play on our phone or whatever we do, where if we start the day by filling our cup, we can pour into our little humans the rest of the day. What a cool metaphor. That's great. We were talking about this before and mm-hmm. we were saying that a lot of your clients that you've worked with, because you're a, a life coach and a, and a personal coach for moms, that a lot of your clients have said, but I'm really tired and I don't get you know enough sleep as it is. So how can I sacrifice that time in the morning? What do you tell them? Yeah. So I encourage them to start with 15 minutes 
and um, really make the best of that 15 minute time window and then start to increase it until they hit like that half hour mark. Um, I think the actions, the intentional actions of, of self-care. So whether you're working on your mental, physical, or emotional health, um, no matter what you choose, you're going to get more benefit from taking that time to recharge and refuel than you're going to get from that 30 minutes of sleep. Um, Mm. so I encourage my moms to really take that chance. If they really are struggling with sleep, I encourage them to go to bed earlier because getting that time before those little people are awake is truly game changing for me. Like when I started doing that for myself last August, things started to change very rapidly for the enjoyment I had in my life. And I'm seeing that in my clients as well. I think you said that, what do you get up two hours early now? Yeah. So today was crazy. Actually, I had three whole hours before my kids got up. So my alarm goes off at 5 a.m. and I spend the first hour really focusing on my self-care actions. And then I took those second, typically it's only like a half hour to an hour of work time. But today my kids slept super late and I took full advantage of having three hours of quiet time and loved every minute of it. Hey, that is amazing. Yes. <laughs> Friday. Exactly. (laughs) Started the day off right. That's right. Welcome to the weekend. That's awesome. Um, So, okay. So that also brings up a really great point that when you wake up early, whether it be 15 minutes, 30 minutes, two hours, three hours, Mm -hmm. you need to be very intentional about what you do with that time. Yes. Um, So I'll hear sometimes moms say, well, I get up early before my kids so I can do the laundry or I get up early so I can get whatever household tasks done or even like starting on work stuff right away if you're you're working from home. And I always tell them to find something else to do or wake up even a half hour earlier if they insist on completing those tasks before their kids get up because making those intentional actions that really recharge you and refuel you are so much more important than doing the laundry right now or doing the dishes right now or whatever other task you're going to be doing. Um, So for me, self-care looks like taking a full hour and truly filling that up with only things that are for me. I don't worry about things for my kids during that time. I don't worry about things for my house during that time, my spouse, my job. It's truly all about me in that hour. So what are some things that you do during that hour? Yeah. So I think sometimes we hear self-care and we think I binge watched whatever after my kids went to sleep and I I finished the season or I went out and had ice cream and it feels so great. And while those things are fine for, you know, making us feel good every once in a while, I don't count those as um, true intentional self-care. So self-care to me looks like the intentional actions to really help my mental, physical, and emotional health and those of my clients. So those things for me look like sitting down and doing my gratitude journal first thing. So I think about things from my last 24 hours that really made me feel great and that I can be grateful for um, because that just leaves me looking for little bits of positivity throughout my day. After I do my gratitude journal, I actually have started to journal in a separate place 
on a few different things, um, a few different prompts for myself, like goal setting and a thought download and just really getting my thoughts out on paper. From there, I move into meditation and I do meditation for sometimes 15, 20 minutes. And then, yeah. And then after I've done all of those things, I will get my phone out and listen to either my audiobook or a podcast episode that I haven't listened to yet. So I've truly like, I don't do a lot of complicated things. I don't do, you know, some people like to get up and work out first thing. That's not typically when I do my working out. Um, I do that later in the day with my husband, but I try to fill up my morning with things that make me feel grateful, make me feel relaxed and calm and really help me to get my thoughts out so that I can proceed through the day feeling, feeling good. Mm. I really appreciate your definition of self-care. I'm going to repeat it. The definition of self-care is the intentional action to care for our mental, emotional, and physical health. Yes. So for me, exercise, and I know you touched on this, but exercise would fulfill that. It definitely is an intentional action for me to take care of my mental and physical health and maybe even emotional health as well. Uh, depends on the day. So would you include exercise as an option for self-care in the morning? Absolutely. Yep. Um, you can definitely exercise helps. Yeah. Your physical and actually I would say all three too. So, um, you know, go for a walk, do your workout, spend time, um, doing, exercises that make you feel good. Yoga is one that every once in a while I do. Um, but I've really kind of shifted my morning routine and it doesn't include that now because I work out later in the day, but that's definitely something that can make you feel energized. Sure. Yeah. And we had talked about, you know, the process in which you think about what you want your morning routine to look like. So since we've talked about that, I have thought about mine and what I want for my morning routine, remember, I'm still in the thinking about doing something phase, not doing it yet. But um, before I had Grace, when I was pregnant with her, um, and for years before that, I would take a morning walk every single day, I would go out with my dog. And that's when I especially fell in love with podcasting. Because like I said, like you said, you would, you know, listen to an episode that you hadn't heard before. And so that's when I got into podcasting, I would just, you know, come up with kind of a cue of some of my favorite episodes. And then every single morning I would get up, grab the dog, we'd go outside and the weather was nice, was the nicest in the morning in particular, especially here in the summer and in Georgia. Um, And so for me, I thought about that recently and that's going to bring me that feeling Mm -hmm. after of, of accomplishment of, of pouring into myself so that I can pour into the cups of my children and my husband and anybody else that I come into contact with that day. So, so for me, that's what it looks like for me personally. Glad you brought up that idea of going for a walk because I think that that's my plan. That's kind of my game plan. Mm -hmm. But then, and you talked about how your morning routine typically includes writing in your gratitude journal. Yeah completing meditation. Um, But what are some other ideas? We talked about exercise. Another idea that I had thought about that a lot of moms that I know, especially those that, you know, believe in in God or a Jesus follower, they will do a devotional. Yeah. And so that's something that I've also done in my history as well. Um, What are some other ideas? Yeah. So when I have clients and we're working through our our morning, her her morning routine, um, but working through that topic together, 
the first thing I ask them to do is really think about the feeling that they want to have after they've completed their morning routine. So if they're wanting to feel thoughtful and grateful, um, maybe they are doing that gratitude journal or they're writing or they're some, some people feel really great, like writing letters. Um, so maybe they're writing letters to, to others. Um, if you're wanting to feel that energy and feeling energized to get going, maybe you do work out, maybe you drink your coffee. Um, maybe you go for that walk. One thing that I like to have in my morning, um, is that feeling organized and ready for the day. And so if that is something that you're feeling you're lacking right now, include looking through your your daily schedule and write it out or get a planner and really focus on looking through that each morning so you know what to expect. It's truly just figuring out the feeling that you want and then the action that creates that. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. So we talked a lot about the benefits of establishing a morning routine and taking the time to really pour into yourself and focus on self-care. But in your experience with yourself, with your clients, what's going to happen after you establish your morning routine? Yeah, I love this question. So for me personally, and for a few of the clients that I that have like really worked hard on this morning routine, it's truly enjoying your day more having less frustrations, being able to handle the hiccups that happen throughout the day a little bit better, feeling less overwhelmed, just because you spent that time to recharge and refill your own cup. And so you're not, you know, you're not tired. You're not as tired. You're, you're not as frustrated because you're not playing catch up all day. You feel like you've accomplished something and you're more productive. Um, So it really can have have a big impact on your life. I feel like for me, my mood and my just overall enjoyment in my life is so much better now that I have this morning routine and time for myself every single day. That makes a lot of sense. Now, one thing that you had touched on that I wanted to circle back to was meditation. So meditation is something that I have dabbled in and I've I have read over and over that there are scientific studies that prove that it has many, many, many benefits on your emotional health, on your mental health, on your memory. Um, And so when I was pregnant with Cooper, I used a meditation app called Mind the Bump, and it was free. Uh, And I really enjoyed that. And it had specific meditations for pregnancy, um, even for specific trimesters. And then it even had meditations for postpartum as well. And I've, I've done it a little bit since he's been born, but I've totally fallen out of the habit of it. Uh What do you use to meditate? Yeah. So I actually have found some of my most favorite meditations on YouTube, like totally Hmm. free. I go to YouTube and I search like what I'm looking for that day. So it could be like a gratitude meditation or a manifestation or meditation. Um, so I really, I just look for something that feels good to me that day. And, and I go with that. If I'm wanting to find something on positivity or happiness, like I'll look for those too. And I've even gotten my husband at nighttime. Sometimes he struggles to fall asleep because he works swing shifts. So I've even found a couple sleep meditations on YouTube that I use for him so that we can, um, help him sleep and fall asleep better. 
That's a great idea as well. I've, I've read that is one of the benefits as well as better sleep. Yeah. It, oh, for sure. I, I have found even like while you sleep meditations that I've, I've done a couple of times and I think they're just, they just make me feel so relaxed and so calm. And, and I know like my brain is doing work even when I'm sleeping, which I love. What a cool idea. Yeah. So what, um, to, to kind of wrap up our, our conversation on establishing your morning routine, is there anything that we haven't talked about or touched on today that you think is important for listeners out there to hear? Um, I, I really just want mamas to know how life-changing it can be to just take even a half hour of time, even just 15 minutes of time. Um, and really focus on on them and how it doesn't have to be a really complicated morning routine. It can be very simple. And and I've had moms that don't even leave their room because their kids wake up as soon as they are moving around. And so they sit oh, in their yeah. bed and, and do their morning routine in their bed. So it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't need to require a whole lot of things. Um, I always talk about my journal is... Um, a $1 notebook that I got from the store. <laughs> and, um, you know, it doesn't have to cost anything either to do self-care. So, um, yeah, I think make it really simple, set your alarm today for tomorrow and just start trying it. That's really important. I, you know, two things, just start trying it, just yep. incremental differences. I'm going to do it. I'm challenging myself. And the other thing is that self-care and taking time for yourself does not need to cost money. I think that is really important, especially right now with everyone being kind of unsure and a lot of people being out of jobs. You can still take time for yourself. You yeah. can still focus on self-care and not have to worry that there's going to be a financial investment associated with it. I think that's important. Absolutely. Well, great. Well, thank you so much for sharing your expertise and for being vulnerable and, and sharing with us about your own struggles that you went through last year and how you just kind of wrestled with that and, and came out on the other side. I really appreciate hearing that as another mom that is in the same boat with similar age children. And I know that other people out there would probably appreciate that too. So thank you. Yeah, of course. I I love to get the message out and and I'm just real, just a real mom living life, trying to, trying to, um, help other mamas live, live their lives a little easier too. So, um, thank you so much for having me on today. Yeah, absolutely. And I wanted to let folks know how they can get in touch with you because you are a life coach and coach for moms. Yeah. Are you accepting new clients? Yeah. So, um, I I am accepting new clients right now um, for my one-on-one -on -one program. And then I also have a group on Facebook where any mama that's struggling, or even if they're not struggling, but really want to make some changes and just kind of make some progress in their life, um, anyone is welcome to come join my Facebook group. It's called From Surviving to Thriving, a group for moms. And it really is just a place for support and encouragement. And I share lots of tips in there. And I also do weekly trainings, which are um, normally short, but really informational and, and can really help you get going on making changes. Excellent. And I'm going to link to your Facebook group as well as your website. Perfect. What's the best way for someone to reach you directly? Yeah. So 
I'm typically in my Facebook group and on Facebook. So if someone wants to shoot me a message there, otherwise on my website, you can book a call. I do um, free mini sessions for mamas that um, just want to kind of have someone else's ears to hear the struggles and to see what, what could be the holdup and why you're not making progress right now. So um, that's always an option and you can either schedule that through Facebook or on my website. Well, thank you. And thank you to everyone else out there who is listening today. And I just hope that everybody stays safe and has a wonderful week. 